You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. Hey, Bethany, what do you think makes a feast a feast? Roast beast. <laughs> Roast beast <laughs> makes a feast. <laughs> you don't watch The Grinch. No. Is that what he says? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't no. know if it's the feast, but it's the roast beast. Roast beast? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch okay. The Grinch with new eyes. <laughs> no, what what makes a feast, technically, it has to be at least three or four meats to constitute a feast. So, oh, man. Yeah. If you think you're going to have a Thanksgiving feast this week and you only have like one or two meats, it's not a feast. Okay. So what kind of meats do we need to have a feast? We got to have turkey for Thanksgiving, okay. for one. And then you got to think of a couple other meats to add. So you could do roast beast, or you could do chicken, but that's kind of lame, the turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, steak. You could do a Thanksgiving. Um, so beef, chicken, salmon. lamb. Lamb chops. Yeah. So you got to add some meats to your uh, Thanksgiving if you really want it to be a feast this year. And with that said, all of us are going to be getting together this week and celebrating this holiday we call Thanksgiving. The first thing that comes to mind for me for Thanksgiving is just food. (laughs) That's all I think about. Thankful for the food. Yeah. Um, What about you? I actually got to thinking about um, how this ties in in today, though, because we think of Thanksgiving as being history, a historical thing, family time, all this stuff, you know, that we've celebrated over the years of thankfulness. But how does that tie into us today? And I think when we think of Thanksgiving, what is it that we're looking forward to? Food. After Thanksgiving. Dessert. After the full day. Not Black Friday <laughs> yeah, but, either. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off here. <laughs> Uh, no, we'll Christmas. Christmas. Yes, yes. So we have the season of thankfulness. And the season that we're in, um, you know, we're celebrating how the Lord's worked and provided, and we're thankful for that. But we're looking forward to the season of Jesus' arrival. Mm-hmm. Even more so in today's world, as we are in this season of life, whatever it may be, it might not be easy what we're going through. Um, you know, the world's really in a rough way right now. Um, but we still have to remain thankful and looking for opportunities where God's working as we look forward to our spiritual Christmas of Jesus is coming. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you're right. Not everybody is, the holidays aren't a joyful time for everybody. And it can be hard sometimes to reflect on what you're thankful for when times are so tough. Um, but actually when we look at the history of Thanksgiving, just kind of throughout the years, not necessarily just going back to the pilgrims, but you know, they, they actually had their Thanksgiving feast after two months of drought. And so they were, then they had some harvest and it was something they were very thankful for. Um, and then it kind of dropped off for a while, but president Abraham Lincoln brought it back during the civil war because times were so tough, morale was low, and he wanted to do something to like reward the troops and, and give them a reprieve of some sort. So he declared a Thanksgiving. And actually, going way back in the day, it was the generals or uh, the priest that would declare a Thanksgiving. Hmm. And they would say, hey, 
I'm declaring a Thanksgiving. You know, we need to take time to give God thanks, either for going through the situation we just went through or for the bountiful harvest. And it would be something, it would be a spiritual thing that the priest would declare for the people. And that's what President Lincoln was doing, was declaring a Thanksgiving. Hey, we're in war. Times are tough, but we need to take time to give thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then following the Civil War and the Reconstruction era, slowly over time, Thanksgiving started to become this this overall American tradition of of all people having a reason to celebrate together. So it can it can be a tough time, especially with what we have going on in the world today. And that reminds me of Lamentations, right? So in Lamentations chapter three, it tells us um, in verse twenty one, "This I recall to my mind; therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed." Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. And this this is a lamentation. So this is coming from somebody who was lamenting their situation, crying out to God and saying how hard things have been, how horrible life has been for them. But still, throughout the pain, throughout the grief, they realize that I'm not consumed. <laughs> right. Well, it sounds a lot like um, the history of Thanksgiving has to do with the celebration after a trial, the mm-hmm. celebration in spite of a trial. There you go. Um, in spite of the drought, in spite of the war, in spite of, and that's what we're looking at today too for us, spiritually speaking, in spite of, I mean, you know, life is... For, for Christians right now around the world, I mean, we're not just focusing mm-hmm. here in America. Things are rough on, on Christians right now. And in spite of that, giving praise, giving thanks to God. His mercies are new every morning. Exactly. You know, we wake up. If you wake up, you're breathing. Right. So there's a breath to be thankful for right there. And um, and then, like you said, it's the Thanksgiving, too, is a reminder that Christmas is next, which we're celebrating the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. So if things are so hard that you can't think of anything to be thankful for, there's that, which we can all be grateful for, is that Jesus is Jesus Christ is coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, his birth is what we're, we're celebrating, but we're also... Looking forward to the next season. That's right. Yes. It reminds me of Philippians chapter four, verse four. And I hesitated to do this, this scripture because it is so commonly used. Cliche. Um, Cliche. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm going to use it anyway. Um, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderations be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So in verse 4, it says, let your moderations be known unto all men. And I never really focused on that. It's one mm-hmm. of those words that kind of flow with it that you don't catch it. Yeah. Um, Skip to the next verse. So I ask you, I'm like, what does moderation mean? Let your moderation be made known unto all men. And you said, "What did I say? Temperance, <laughs> moderation, moderate, yeah, <laughs> slow down." No. Um, so when you do the, the basic uh, Greek word search, it says, you know, gentle or patient. But if you look deeper at the root, it's the idea as a copy um, to be like. So when the verse says, "Let your moderation be known unto all men," it's saying. 
let your likeness of God, of Jesus Christ, be made known to men. The mm-hmm. Lord is at hand. I was looking at other versions of this, um, the, the other versions of the Bible, just to, to put it into perspective. And I'm going to read off uh, a couple of them. So you get the idea of what it means with different different words. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Let your gentle spirit be known unto all people. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. So really this speaks of character mm-hmm. in spite of what you're going through. Um, going back, it says rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. Keeping your heart in check, keeping your praise in check. Um, be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. When we look at verse 4 and it tells us, let your moderation be known unto all men. And then verse 6 tells us, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That is a peace that, I mean, it's unexplainable. Yeah. And the peace you have when the world would say, you shouldn't have peace right now. Mm -hmm. You should be freaking out, but instead you have peace. So what I heard you say a lot there, though, in that with the moderation, it's your testimony. And so your character, like Mm -hmm. you said. And so that also is important as we go into the holidays where you find yourself getting together with maybe a lot of people that you don't normally see. Could be extended family, could be coworkers, Christmas parties and stuff like that, where you see people that you don't normally see. And that's an opportunity for your life uh, to shine, your light to shine and be that testimony. So in Colossians 4, uh, talking about Thanksgiving, you know, it says, continue steadfastly in prayer, be watchful in it with Thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison. This is a, this is a prayer for an open door to share the gospel. And so as we go into this these uh, holiday events and everything where you're meeting people and extended family that may not know Christ, go into it with a, with a prayerful attitude of, God, open up that door for me to share Christ with somebody, to have that talk with an uncle or a nephew or whomever, and turn that conversation, instead of talking about news, to uh, spiritual. Absolutely. A pastor we listen to, um, he always says, look for the opportunity. That open door. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so we can all have that open door as we go into our uh, our events that are coming up. And I think we should close this um, this podcast out with this verse in Psalm 100, because it just declares thankfulness so well, and it's very appropriate to the time we're in. A psalm for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. That's good. Amen. That's good. Tis the season. To eat some turkey. Turkey.